not working. What was that noise? I see something outside. Don't go out there! Prepare yourselves for a dark and twisted tale. Wanna play a game? How long can you survive? Let's get ready to rumble! Okay, I stole that from TV, but, you know. I'm very excited for this episode. While it is going to be a little shorter, I'm very excited to see uh, Tori's opinion on who would win in a fight between horror movie icons. You ready for this? I don't think I am, but let's do it. Okay, so the ground rules are we basically pit them on a plain surface, basically. Kind of like a Super Smash Bros. stage that's just like a line. Kind of like Freddy versus Jason. Yes and no, because, you know, in Freddy vs. Jason, it's like they had, like, a bunch of different buildings they can use as resources. We're just saying, like, open field, have them going at it. Aw, that sucks. Why? What was your thoughts? Well, put them in an arena, like, freaking Mortal Kombat, and... Sure, I mean, like, yeah, that works the same way. Part of them being who they are is also... Their environment? Yeah. Like, Fine. obviously, for icons, like, Michael Myers, like, he will have a, like, machete knife Oh, yeah, they can, have, they can have their weapons and stuff and their powers. But still, put them in, like... Fine, death arena. How about that? <laughs> yes. All right. If you guys disagree with our thoughts on this, feel free to let us know on Twitter or Instagram or wherever. Because we all know that Ty is going to be wrong on all of his no, answers. No, no, I have been studying horror movies my entire <laughs> life. I know what I'm talking about here. All right. Yeah, but you also have favorites. I do have favorites. <laughs> Let's start with our first matchup. Coming in from the left side, we got a Michael Myers <laughs> versus Stephen King's Carrie. Who would win in a fight? I feel like Carrie would, hands down. Okay, okay. What's your reasoning? Because she has the telekinetic powers and she doesn't even have to lift a finger she just looks at him and like that knife that michael myers is holding can like slice his head off okay okay like yeah she can uh get to killing him as close to killing him as she can get but look at it this way carrie only snapped in that end scene all right i mean yeah she's had she had a terrible upbringing with her super religious mom and stuff michael has been evil and unkillable since like a little kid all right, he, he gets close to her, and he has he has enough strength to probably, like, rebound her telekinesis. I still feel like it would be Carrie, because once she gets that anger, that hatred, like, yeah, he could get close to her, but her trigger could be, like, him trying to, like, stab her or something, and she's like, oh, hell no, and, like, snaps <laughs> his neck. All right, but now let's say if they're fighting at night, though, you know, Michael has got that high stealth check, all right? I feel like he'd be able to sneak up on her super quick. True, but if there are things on the field such as, well, if they're fighting in the mountains, okay. for example, she could probably bear him under a mountain. Uh, you know, that's fair. That Cause is a good a rock point. slide. But he ain't going down. He's always going to get back up. He has been stabbed in the eye multiple times. He has been on fire. 
He's had his head cut off, even though it really wasn't him. But, you know. Well, yeah, classic <laughs> horror movie icon never actually dies. Exactly. All right, so we're, we're in a disagreement on this one. Well, I think <laughs> Carrie does have the advantage with the telekinesis. I still think Michael Myers, if he gets in close enough, would be able to whoop her ass really quickly. You know, it really does come down to a brawler versus a long-ranged attacker. Yeah. Like putting a, not a bard. um, An archer versus like a soldier. Yeah. Or like a berserker, almost. Yeah. They're getting close. That archer's going down. But uh, at range, they're good. <laughs> yeah. So as long as she, like, keeps him at range, like, she Gucci, fam. Okay. That's that's a fair argument. <laughs> All right. I, I, I will give it a uh, 55% chance Michael's going to win. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> Round two. Fight. All right. Coming in in a water arena this time around. All right. Oh my god, are you really going to bring in Friday the 13th with this? I mean, that is in this, but not in the water fight. And the water You're not going to bring in Voorhees? I really? mean, that, that's later on. You hold your horses. Shoot. <laughs> I thought for sure you would put him in his element. No. Also, according to Freddy vs. Jason, he's technically scared of water, but whatever. Technically, but if you've ever played the game... He swims fast. Oh, yeah. But like, no. do not swim in the water. Like, he is slow as hell on land, but once he gets in the water, you did. Anyways, we're not talking about Jason yet. <laughs> All right. So, Sorry if I ruined it. In the, I know, spoilers. God. In the water arena, we are having Jaws versus the giant anaconda from Anaconda. Ooh. Um... And let's, let's assume it's a water that both of them can survive in, because I, I think anacondas yeah. can't do salt water, but just assuming they could live in the water. Okay. And we're talking Jaws as like a mini Megalodon type of, like that type of folk. Yeah, right? like from the first Jaws movie. Well, yeah, but still, he wasn't too, too big. Like, he was kind of the size of just a great white. No, he was, he was a big one. I, I'm pretty sure he was a bull shark. Or no, he was a great white. I can't remember what Jaws was. Uh, Jaws was a great white, but it was based off of a bull shark, I believe. Okay. So yeah, Jaws versus Anaconda. What's your thoughts? <sighs> I have to get Anaconda on this one. Jaws is fast, but if I remember correctly, so is Anaconda. And as soon as the Anaconda gets him like wrapped up, like, there's no way that Jaws can, like, break out. And he can't, like, turn his head. Right. Like, it has to be Anaconda. I, I think I'm with you on this one. Because if Jaws can get one bite on the Anaconda, I mean, he, then, he could then win. Then the Anaconda is dead. Yeah. But as soon as the Anaconda wraps himself around Jaws, yeah. Anaconda wins. Starts from the tail back, like, tail up to the head. Jaws is going to lose so quickly. Yeah. All right, so I, I think that was a little bit of an easier one. Not much of a, a fight on that. <laughs> All right, so our next matchup. In this corner, we have the Invisible Man. And I'm talking the one with the suit from the, uh, the recent Invisible Man movie. Okay, so not an actual Invisible Man, but someone in a stealth suit. A sociopath and very advanced stealth technology. Okay. Versus... The entity from It Follows. You have something that is invisible to everyone except the people that have had it passed to it. 
but then you also have a man that's invisible. So the question begs, would the entity from It Follows be able to find the invisible man in the invisible suit? I feel like it depends on how the entity finds ex- its victims. Okay. Um, like, if it's a heat signature, Invisible Man stands no chance. If it's sight-based, I think Invisible Man could possibly get the upper hand. Also, depend. I mean, because they're both invisible, pretty much. <laughs> and... If the entity is going after Invisible Man, that means Invisible Man had sex with the wrong person, and now it's passed to him. I think I would have to go with the entity. I'm with you on that one. And the reason being is because I feel like it would still be able to track him, no matter what, with the invisibility or not. Because I I think it's just like, it's just automatically drawn to him, kind of like a magnet. Well, the Invisible Man is a sociopath and has like guns and stuff like that. I don't know if he'd be able to take it on. But then again, a group of kids killed it with a, a toaster, possibly. We, we actually don't know whether or not it's dead or not. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't just a toaster. Fine. I want to say that dryers. they actually, like, hurt it more with maybe weapons a little bit. Yeah, they shot it. Um, But then they also got the entity into a pool and electrocuted it with... The toaster, hair dryers, you know, right. whatever electrical thing that they could find. True. and But also the entity can take on different forms, like that one giant guy at one point. Oh, and yeah. And I feel like it would be able to smack around the Invisible Man pretty easily. Mm-hmm. And with that, he could actually sneak up on the Invisible Man, try and see if there's, like, someone that he trusts. Exactly. So that's why, yeah. Entity, I think that it's got it in the bag. Yeah. What's your favorite scary movie because this one is going to be ghostface versus andy wilkes go hmm. you have ghostface who is a master manipulator in basically all the movies he has his whole methodical way of killing this person thought out versus andy wilkes who literally obsessed psycho will cut off your finger with an electric knife run you over in a lawnmower and hobble your ass also took a good beating to the face from paul sheldon <laughs> Ghostface, hands so? down, because the only reason she was able to really get the upper hand on Paul Sheldon was because he was already like tied to the bed. Mm-hmm. Like he couldn't get away. So, like, she had him as a prisoner, basically. That and Ghostface has. Literally multiple people playing him in multiple movies. Yeah, the only one there was only one person was three. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, Ghostface. Okay, I'm going to disagree with you. I'm going to say Annie Wilkes on this one. Because of crazy? Yeah, first off, super crazy. I mean, so is all the Ghostface ones. But, like, Annie Wilkes has that obsession that won't die. And she will keep coming for you. She's going to search out that dirty birdie and murder him. Not to mention she's got that brute strength and she's probably hopped up on morphine so she's not going to feel any stabbing if she does get stabbed. I think she'd be able to take down any ghost face. He's calling up her house being like, hey, what's your favorite scary movie? And she's going to be like, the one where I kill you. That's my favorite scary movie. Come on, me. <laughs> and the second he leaps at her, she's going to be like, ha I got my sledgehammer. Bam, right in the face. Agree to disagree. All right. 
Audience, let us know who you think would win in a fight. I'm pretty <laughs> sure Annie Wilkes would take on Ghostface. But also, who knows how many Ghosts face there actually are. Oh, keep them coming. She'll knock them all out. She's got that misery strength. <laughs> Is she in the business of misery? <laughs> yeah, let's take it from the top. <laughs> all right. In this next round, we have the recent Pennywise. So Skarsgård. Skarsgård versus Robert England's Freddy Krueger. Both masters of nightmares. Both can turn into your worst fear. One's a god. One's a demon. Who's going to win? Ooh. Pennywise. Hands down. Like, Freddy Krueger can bring your nightmares to life, yes, but he cannot really become them. Oh, yeah. He can transform so in the nightmares. Can he really? Yeah, he turns into other like, people any... and, like, monsters and TV creatures. <laughs> he literally turned into a TV and stuck a girl into the screen and killed her. <laughs> oh, right. And he had the power to turn one of the people in their dreams into, um, into, like, this, like, comic book 8-bit world <clears throat> at one point. Wasn't that one of the most ridiculous, like, Nightmare on Elm Streets, though? Doesn't matter. He still did it. <laughs> He has the power in the in the dream world. Still, I feel like a god could beat a demon. Here's my argument about why Skarsgård Pennywise would lose. He would be belittled by Freddy Krueger so much he would turn into that tiny thing in a minute. <laughs> Freddy Krueger will insult the crap out of Pennywise. Not to mention, Pennywise is only awake like a little bit every 27 years. He's sleeping for 27 years. Freddy's got this in the bag. He will knock him out so quickly. <laughs> Literally, you had to insult Pennywise in the recent one for him to lose. <laughs> We're not talking about Tim Curry Pennywise, Skarsgård Pennywise. And not even like book Pennywise? Nope. We're talking Skarsgård Pennywise. <sighs> Freddy so, Krueger. That pterodactyl would have been... So scary if they actually brought it into the movies. Yeah, I love the Paul Bunyan, though. That was fantastic in the movie. Yes. But hands down, Robert Englund as Freddy Krueger whoops Skarsgård's Pennywise's ass any day of the week. Am I not wrong? All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, see? <laughs> I bring up a very valid argument. But I, I feel like Pennywise would be able to bring back some of Krueger's fears, though. Like, at least then he would stand a little bit of a chance. But, yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> as much as I would hate to admit it because I love Pennywise, Freddy Krueger's got this match in the bag. All right, the next one. We have Jason Voorhees versus the Xenomorph Alien from Alien, which is also could be a matchup in Mortal Kombat 10. Well, if we're going off of Mortal Kombat, any character that I play is going to lose. <laughs> but the characters themselves, I feel like maybe Voorhees would win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because literally nothing gets him down. Like, he can get stabbed in the neck. He can get stabbed in the face. He can... Was he ever decapitated? I don't think he was. But he got electrocuted. Know. He basically regenerates <laughs> constantly. 
So, like, that acid shit isn't going to do anything. Mm-hmm. The baby's target practice. <laughs> Mama alien, a bit of a battle, but I still feel like just a bug to Voorhees. Oh, yeah, no, he would, I mean, he would wreck it so badly. <laughs> Sadly, but, yeah, I, damn. Yeah, uh, it's funny because in Mortal Kombat, if the alien does win, there's an ending where you can shoot a face hugger at Jason, and it shoots an egg, obviously, in him, and then if you kill him on the second round, a little face hugger or chest burster will come out of, ch- like, Jason's chest, and it has a little hockey mask. <laughs> Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it's pretty funny. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it has the hockey mask. I, I, I'm pretty sure I remember that correctly. That's funny. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I never think Jason would win in that. And for the final round, 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 round. We got Annabelle versus Charles Lee Ray, a.k.a. Chucky. You got a demon that wants to play... And uh, a voodoo doll that never dies. <laughs> Annabelle. Really? She's not stuck to her body. True. Like, she can guard it, but she's she's basically a ghost. Mm-hmm. Like, and yes, he can probably hurt the doll if he can find it. But I feel like he's going to go down on this one. Like, if we're going off of the movie, she has so much range. Uh-huh. Like, she popped light bulbs. She kind of tried to pull someone down in a well, if I remember correctly. Okay. Like, there was definitely a well scene in there. There was a scarecrow in the barn. Mm-hmm. That, like, came to life, like, nah, she's gonna play with Chucky. Child's play. Here's why I think Chucky would win. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Chucky, not only is quick, is very resourceful. All he has to do is get close enough to the doll, and the second he touches the doll, he would use his voodoo ritual and switch places and become the demon. Chucky would win. <laughs> no, he wouldn't become the demon. Yes, he, he would takes just over switch the bodies body. with her. He takes over the body. He has a couple different voodoo spells. He has one that transplants your soul into inanimate things, but then he also has one where you could transport um, himself into, well, people. So he doesn't necessarily switch. But she's not a person. like. Right, but that's what think, I'm saying. Like Annabelle. Magic. Annabelle isn't the doll itself. Like, yeah, the doll is connected to it, but she doesn't stay in the doll. Like, the doll gets moved from place to place. Like, she's not a part of the doll like Chucky is. So she can play major defense Mm -hmm. against him. So you drop them at that barn. She's protecting her body. Like... She doesn't even really need to be around right. Chucky to really just destroy him. But think or about this. Or lock him up and 
like tear his body apart so he can't do anything. He can't regenerate. No, but think about this. Annabelle plays off fear. So the more scared you are, the more powerful Annabelle is. Chucky, do you think he's going to be frightened of a doll? He's married to one. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Annabelle's not going to be that strong because he's not going to be scared. I mean, he's a serial killer with voodoo magic. He's going to get up to that doll, smash it, and then or switch I feel like he would be scared of something that he can't see. No. Uh Uh-uh. Chucky has never been scared in any of the movies. Not to mention, if we're going off the recent ones. because he hasn't met Annabelle yet. If we're going off the recent ones, though, he also has a bunch of clones of himself because he split his personalities into a bunch of different Chucky dolls because voodoo magic. Okay, but if we're really going off of the most recent Chucky, the toy... Oh, yeah, no, not the Mark Hamill one. I'm talking, like, old school Chucky. Because, like, that's how, that toy got, like, no chance. Oh, yeah, no, that's, that toy's wrecked. Riggedy wrecked. But still, like, I feel like she could come on top. He's going to wreck his ass. No, Chucky, <laughs> hands down. I disagree with you. All right, listeners, uh, let us know who you guys think would win in, in all these fights. Uh, we clearly are very opposites in our thinking in the matchup. <laughs> But uh, thank you guys for listening to this episode, and we will spook you next time. See ya.